1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Scary. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to say a special thanks to our new Patreon subscribers who are Jesse Bestbest, Best, Kyle Brown, Logan Lacapria, Jason, and Caitlin O'Mara. Thank you so much for signing up to the Patreon and supporting the show. If this is something you're interested in, you can find the link to the show's Patreon in this episode's show notes, or simply go to patreon.com forward slash scaryaparanormalpodcast where you'll gain access to exclusive Scary a Paranormal Podcast Patreon-only episodes. You can also connect with me on Instagram. Just simply go to scaryaparanormalpodcast. I'll be honest, it's not the most active Instagram page in the world. However, if you want to send me a message you're more than welcome and I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. The link for the podcast's Instagram page is in this episode show notes as well. But now let's get into this week's encounter. Everybody has their thing and mine is classic cars I think my grandfather got me hooked on classic cars I remember as a child him constantly showing me these old vintage cars back then he would point out all the interesting things about them the shapes, the details and over the years I just kind of absorbed his love of classic cars my paranormal experience happened after I purchased my dream car a 1967 Ford Mustang I happened to come across this car through a friend who told me about their neighbour who had the most amazing Ford Mustang that he had ever seen and that he was nearly sure he was thinking of selling it when you hear of things through word of mouth I always reserve a bit of caution when someone says something is amazing might be to them but maybe the condition mightn't be that great my grandfather had become a bit of a collector and I was his apprentice so you kind of pick up these things I had been saving for years this was my dream car to have and finally after a few months of back and forth my friend hit me up one day and said that I think you might be in luck. Why don't you come over next Tuesday? I'll introduce you to my neighbour and we can see what's what. Next Tuesday comes around and I am like a kid at Christmas. I hadn't even seen a picture of this guy, But I remember I had a good feeling. My friend brings me to the neighbour's house and we meet the nicest old man that I've ever come across in my life. His house was immaculate. It was a green flag. I knew this car was going to be in good condition. But still, whenever I went into his garage, it was like I had entered heaven. (laughs) Draped in this black cover, I remember he pulled back and revealed this glossy jet black exterior. The way the car gleamed, even in low light, was mesmerising. It had those signature Mustang lines... Muscular and graceful, all at the same time. And those chrome bumpers and detailing. They were polished to this mirror finish. I remember running my hand over the hood, and that paint was so smooth, like silk. You couldn't help but be struck by the level of care that had gone into maintaining this vehicle. It was like it was brand new. And I opened the driver's door. Interior was just as impressive. Leather seats in impeccable condition. No crack, no crease, everything perfect. The dash had that classic Mustang layout, all the dials and switches in perfect order and the smell. That rich blend of old leather and a hint of engine oil. It was intoxicating. But what sobered me up was I knew this car was going to be expensive. The neighbour had this wealth of knowledge of about classic cars. It kind of reminded me of my grandfather. His passion was clear. I could tell that he was proud of the car, but what kind of struck me was he didn't really have the emotional connection that I thought he should have had towards the car, which might sound weird. Clearly he'd put a lot of care and time into this car. And he was selling it, if that was me, I'd be a bit sad. Maybe that's just me. We came to the agreement that he would hold the car a little bit longer until I got the rest of the funds. Which was a couple of months away. But I wanted this car. I gave him a deposit and we shook on it. It was as good as mine those months leading up to me getting the car were the slowest months of my life I felt like a child the day I finally bought the car the neighbour had become more pensive and introspective I remember as he handed me the keys I felt his hand tremble slightly but it wasn't the shake of old age it was something more an emotional tremor the emotion I'd been waiting for. He looked at me, his eyes were searching for words and he said, take care of her. I just remember driving home that day with the biggest smile on my face. But it wasn't long before things started to happen. Things that I couldn't and still can't explain. It all started after I had made a few trips into our closest town. Every town has its town crazy. It's probably the wrong term to use, but I think you know what I mean. One of our town's crazies is completely harmless. I know him by name and he's always outside the same gas station sometimes begging for food other times begging for money but he's a nice guy so one day I'm getting some gas and he's outside he sees me get out this new car for the first time he's really excited just telling me oh wow it's so beautiful that's an amazing car when we talk I thank him I go inside, pay for my gas, come back out. He grabs me and he said, Hey, that little guy, he's like a squirrel in there. You want to be careful that he doesn't hit off something. Honestly, at that time, I did not put any pass on his words. Like I said, he's a little bit crazy. He says crazy things all the time. Looking back, that was the first time somebody... Mentioned that they were seeing somebody in the car who wasn't or shouldn't be in the car. Over the next few weeks, as I'm doing chores and getting messages in the town, people are saying to me, You don't, I didn't know you had kids. One woman comes up to me and says, You shouldn't leave kids in the car alone. Other people that know me better and know I don't have kids are saying, Oh, you have your nephews with you today? It must be nice to have family visiting. And each time I'm answering to these people, No, nobody with me. And then they look at me like I'm hiding something or just not willing to talk to them or something and conversation goes cold. Honestly... After a few of these comments, I thought maybe a kid had gotten into the car. This car was a bit of a magnet sometimes. Teenagers would be all over ask asking me questions about it. Each time I checked to see if a kid had gotten into the car, the car's completely empty. I think the time that freaked me out the most was when I was stopped at a traffic light. This car pulls up beside me, and the guy that's driving it is laughing. He's looking at me. I pull down the window he says that little guy is crazy he makes the funniest faces he was making faces at us the whole way as you're driving in front the light turned green the guy goes and I'm looking in the rear view mirror checking over my shoulder to an empty back seat what do you even say to that it's the middle of the day and it's just me in the car then I noticed there was a bit of a pattern forming if I had somebody in the passenger seat with me I wouldn't get any of these weird comments about this boy who's in the back of my car who by the way is not there I start to use the car less and less We'd use it for date nights Sometimes for weekend trips It was kind of freaking me out But i still love the car I end up telling my mom about this whole weird thing She's super religious She calls me back a couple of days later And tells me to bring the car to our local pastor And that he's gonna do a blessing so I didn't tell my fiancé I don't know why got in the car met with the pastor he blessed it and I was feeling a little bit more relieved I thought whatever was happening was going to go away and it did it went away for a long time maybe a year year and a half No weird comments Everything was fine Kind of put the whole thing down to Maybe some sort of Spirit attached I'm really open to these things About a week after my 45th birthday I'm making my way down Route 18 It's just after 9pm I'm on my own Listening to the radio And I suddenly feel this kicked the back of my seat I think that something has happened to the tyre in the back of the car I'm looking in the rear view mirror and the side mirrors to see if I can see anything and slow the car down and then it happens again but this time it feels like a foot being kicked into the back of the seat it's coming from my seat I look in the mirror there's nobody there, slow the car down and pull in check out the back seat there's nobody there I get out of the car, check the tires, and check every single thing that I think possibly could have made this kicking feeling. Except I know in my head that this is the very same feeling as when a child kicks the back of your seat in a car. Somebody has kicked the seat. Stood outside the car for a little bit. And eventually, plucked up the courage to get back in and make the rest of the way home I'm driving along about half an hour passes and I begin to relax a little bit just trying not to think about it turn on the radio listen to some music focus on the road after a little while the radio cuts out by itself unusual has never happened before but I can't say it was paranormal this car is old maybe it wires after coming loose so I make the way home in silence just me and the sound of the engine I get home and tell my now wife what has happened I'm thinking do we have to bless this car every 18 months or so it just expires after that amount of time I didn't, I didn't tell my mum went to sleep that night and woke up in the morning in the cold daylight thinking there's springs in the seat one of them probably just moved or popped or something I've gotten spooked by a spring in a seat November 17th I'm back on route 18 again and again it's that night the weather is the worst it's been in a while it's practically a downpour it's one of those nights where the best place to be is at home watching TV or just relaxing somewhere warm and dry and I'm nearly there about half an hour left to go I notice these headlights in the distance coming up behind me looks like it's a truck gets closer and closer he's gonna overtake me and just as he gets close enough to the point where he's gonna overtake I remember looking in the rearview mirror And seeing this shadow of what looked like a young boy jump on the seat and then hide real quickly, and I nearly crashed the car. That night, something changed because I had seen something. It wasn't just a weird feeling and people people telling me that they had seen somebody in the back of the car. I had now seen them, too, making the rest of the way home is a complete blur. Panic autopilot, my heart was pounding for most of the journey. It seems silly looking back now, but when you're on your own in the middle of the night, and there's this ghost kid in the back of your car, you can't tell me you wouldn't be terrified too. I didn't drive the car for months. I was selling it, getting rid of it. Didn't want anything to do with it. Sure, I was afraid of this unseen spirit, but also I was afraid that if I saw something or felt something in the car again, that I could crash the car and harm myself or seriously harm somebody else. began to hate the car. I always kept the car in the garage. My wife was now getting on to me about how come we're not using the car for weekend trips you never use that car anymore I'd make up some excuses but I had told her that I had seen something in it so she was like oh ghost car and again nothing had ever happened with her in the car with me one night we go to bed and at about 2am we're both woken up to... This noise. We both get out of bed. Make our way downstairs. And realise it's... The car radio is... At full volume. She kind of sighs relief thinking... Oh, okay, that's what it is, All right?" But I'm thinking... How is the car radio on? Another night, we're woken up with sounds like this banging noise. Again, we go downstairs and standing at that door connecting to the garage, we both hear this banging, pounding on the door. This is like 3 am. It's like someone is in the garage and they want to get out Trying to get into the house We think that maybe it's burglars I open the door really fast The banging stops Nobody's, nobody's there This point I have fully made up my mind that I'm getting rid of this car. And I did. I sold it to a guy from way out of town. I didn't tell him what I was experiencing, but I did get the car re-blessed. And then just got rid. And thankfully all the weird things stopped happening and everything went back just the way I like it normal I haven't heard from the new owner about the car he has my number but then I didn't tell the previous owner what I was experiencing either thank you to Charlie P for sending in his paranormal encounter Charlie I hope I did justice to your story thank you so much for sending it in If you have your own paranormal encounter that you'd like me to narrate on the show, you can send it to scaryaparanormalpodcasts at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show. And if you can, please rate and review the show where possible. And make sure you have pressed that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Join me next time for another episode of Scary.